guys sitting in a closet, just two guys sitting in a closet, just two guys sitting in a closet that's not in you under. We're just really sitting in a closet and we're doing whatever we want. You're back in the closet with us, Maximilian Ives and Tyler Velez. This is two guys sitting in a closet, and we are so happy to be in your ears and in your minds and in your hearts. How are you feeling, Tyler? Oh, they not only are we in their hearts, but they're in our hearts, honestly. We yeah, don't know you, but we love you. Because they're leaving those five-star reviews. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> are, those, are those a thing? I do. Listen, I don't want to say no, because by the time this comes out, maybe they'll be a thing. Uh, so i can't say i can't say it but thank you so much for listening this is two guys sitting in a closet we're doing whatever we want and today we're really gonna do whatever we want you'll see we'll get into it but first we start every episode by talking about the recommendations we gave each other last episode so are you ready to get into that baby hell to the yes air you want me to you want me to cut that <laughs> you just said that or <laughs> listen Listen, I'm baffled. I'm baffled that honestly more than like a hundred people have seen this podcast, but but not embarrassed enough. <laughs> we don't know if it's a hundred people. It could be one person one hundred times. And most likely that one that person That almost be kinda better. Is me. <laughs> Recommendation. So last episode you recommended that I rollerblade around town, and I did you one better. I rollerbladed around town twice. Both times I ended up at a destination. It wasn't just rollerblading and then nothing. So I hope that fulfills the recommendation. The main one, the long one, I went down to see a movie in the movie theater. I got a free screening pass. It was all right. As far as the rollerblading goes, also all right. A lot of work. Uh, it was the furthest I've rollerbladed in a long time. And my legs felt like jello afterward i could barely stand i was glad to be sitting in the movie for a few hours and got man i hit so many rocks and cracks like it's a wonder i am alive because i'm i rollerblade in the bike lane and the bike lane is right next to cars so you hit the wrong crack you start you fucking fall into a car and it's it's lights out so all i want the listeners to know is i live an extreme lifestyle. Did you wear them in the movie theater? Um, so my strat is I've got a backpack and I have shoes in them. And then oh. I, clip, I clip the rollerblades onto uh, some straps on the backpack because it's a very strap heavy backpack. Um, and they like swinging around. So I have to be real careful not to hit anyone. The ladies in the theater were probably so impressed by your rollerblade backpack status. Oh, you bet. But like 20 minutes, 20 minutes into the blade, I was like, oh man, I do not think I'm going to make it. But I was like, let me just go another five minutes. And I kept doing that until I arrived. Anyway, my recommendation for you, how'd it go? It went really well. The recommendation was to make dinner for myself and others. So I made dinner for my girlfriend and our roommate. So what I made for dinner was actually, and I don't even think it had to be a dinner now that I think about it, I think it was just like cook a meal, but I made a uh, traditional Spanish Caribbean style cuisine, it's called chicken fricasse, and it's almost like a 
giant stew with potatoes, chicken, olives. My girlfriend doesn't actually eat chicken, so I made her um, some chickenless on the side, put some extra potato chunks in there, and then you cook it over like really nice hearty Spanish rice, which I really love. And then I served it to all of them. We sat down and we just had a great meal and talked and enjoyed the time. So thank you for the recommendation because it, it was wholesome and it was just a great way to spend an evening. Did you tell them like, oh, I got to do this for my podcast homework or did you just like make a dinner? No, I, I didn't tell them that I had to do it for my podcast homework at all. It's actually funny because like I had... 90% of the ingredients left over from like just other Spanish stuff and like the stuff that my mom gave me. So I actually just had to go to the grocery store and get three or four things as opposed to like 10 things. Mm. So that was kind of nice. That's recommendations unless you got anything else to add. On today's episode of Two Guys Sitting in the Closet, our main topic, let me back up here. Usually... The way this works is one of us will spring a topic on the other and we'll talk about it. This episode's a little different. Some behind-the-scenes work went into this. Some prep went into this. Tyler knows what we're doing. Because today, we're playing Dungeons & Dragons. And then then, then edit in some air horns, Future Max. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Are you ready, Tyler? Oh, yeah. I was born ready. Uh, this is going to be a multi-part series. It's not, don't expect it all to be wrapped up in this episode. If you don't know how Dungeons & Dragons works, or you want a little refresher, we're going to post a companion episode to this one, just generally explaining the rules of how Dungeons & Dragons works and role-playing games in general. If you don't want to listen to that episode, basically all you need to know is Dungeons & Dragons is a role-playing game where you play a role of a character... And uh, whether you succeed or fail in tasks are based on dice rolls. That's the broadest overview I can get. So you might hear some sounds of dice rolling. You'll hear talk of math and numbers. For more details, check out that episode. But let's get into it. Our story starts on a cold fall day. The leaves are just beginning to change. We find our humble adventurer walking on a quiet street in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Tyler Velez, would you like to introduce your character? It's Tyler Velez. It's me as a uh, adventurer, a rogue adventurer who is pretty fast and is still a human, um, so I'm not like a magical creature or anything, and yes, I'm role-playing as myself. Just like in the bedroom. Tyler, you're heading to my apartment. You're in town. We're gonna make a episode of our podcast. As you approach the apartment building, which I'm not gonna describe because just giving the city I live in is already like too much for the internet like no more private information <laughs> but you arrive at the apartment building you find not only the front door open but it seems like it's been 
ripped off its hinges. So, I'll ask you the fateful question of Dungeons & Dragons. What do you do? Uh, go inside. Um, so you, you walk into the apartment building. Are you heading down to my apartment? Yeah. You walk through, you see claw marks on the walls as you walk past, and you make it to my apartment, and you see the same situation with the door ripped off its hinges. Not only ripped off its hinges, but you don't even see the door anymore. Oh shit. <clears throat> I'm gonna call out your name. Actually, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. I, I don't want to make a lot of noise with whatever the fuck is in here. I go into the apartment, but with a very, very low profile. Like, I want to poke my head in, kind of look around. Do you do you want to do the first roll? You want to do a stealth roll? Yeah. Okay, so is that a d20? You should see stealth as a skill that you have. <laughs> oh, yeah, skills. You have a plus four to stealth. Oh, shit. Okay, rolling now. Twelve. You manage to, like, pretty stealthily kind of slide in tuck yourself kind of behind a wall and you're taking a look around right so mm -hmm. why don't you also give me a let's call it an investigation 15 15 you slide in quietly and you start looking around start looking through the kitchen and the living room besides the door kind of being thrown which you see as you're poking your head you see like has thrown like past to the end of the hallway where my room is but you don't see like otherwise too much wrong in this area. Okay. Continuing with my low profile, I go to your room. You creep quietly, your steps, tiptoes into the room. You see the bed has been overturned, the, the desk is kind of askew, and the closet doors are open. I go into the closet. As you're stepping in, you see it's set up ready for a podcast. You see my lovely pillow that I sit on. Um, my phone is sitting on top of that. I shouldn't say my. I'm the DM. <laughs> Who's this Max? <laughs> you see Max's phone sitting on top of the pillow, and you step into the closet. The door slams shut. The interior of the closet starts to melt and shift into a million brilliant colors, some of which you've never even seen before in your life. You start seeing ultraviolets and infrareds and stuff in between. You feel your body being warped and twisted, pulled. No amount of resistance that you give can stop this until everything just stops. It's all calm again. It's all silent. You're back in the dark closet and everything looks normal. There's the laptop sitting there. There's the recording equipment. There's the phone and there's you. Wow. Can I exit the closet? You can. Are you going to? Yes. I'm going to kind of like step out of the closet and check the rest of the apartment for you. You open the closet door and it's immediately apparent you're not in Cambridge anymore. Instead of leading to a bedroom, you find yourself in the woods. But there aren't leaves on these trees. You see stars. Some of them have one star, three stars, and <clears throat> five star trees. It's a brisk and cold the ground has still some dew on it from the morning. But as you finish opening the closet door, you see the closet seems like it's been ripped out of a wall and is now just in the woods. Interesting. I look around the woods, try to find like a trail or something. 
So you've opened the closet door. Are you like just stepping out of it now? Yeah, I'm stepping out and I'm looking around my surroundings. You take a few steps out, kind of looking up and around, and then the ground starts shaking beneath your feet. And as you turn back, glance at the closet, you see the closet sinking into the ground. And as it's sinking into the ground, it starts to pull the ground down deeper and deeper. And you feel at your heels, the ground begin to sink. Okay, I'm going to run away from that. You start running and it starts going faster, sinking. Can you give me a deck saving throw? Seven. Seven. As you're trying to run, you slip on a leaf and you fall on the ground as it's crumbling beneath you. What do you want to do? Um... I just want to, like, r- like roll away from it like as fast as I can. Um, give me an athletics check. Okay. Six. You start rolling as the ground f- pulls further, but you hit a stick and kind of roll in the wrong direction. There's a root that you're able to grab on. You're a few feet away now from the just infinite dark hole below you. You're hanging on to this root. Okay. I'm going to use it to pull myself up. You start pulling yourself through. Give me one more athletics check. Twelve. You manage to wrench yourself up. You're on your knees now. You you get up. You start running with your exceptional speed. (laughs) (laughs) You look back and then you see right behind you has just stopped. A perfect circle has formed this hole. Like, it doesn't even look like it's naturally eroding away. It just looks like circle drop-off. Okay. Um, can I, can I look into it? Yeah. Uh, give me a perception check. Nine. Um, you look in to the infinite darkness. And that is all you see. Infinite, never-ending darkness as you're looking in you hear something you hear like something flying up towards you instinctively you hold out your hand and you catch what used to be the mic stand sitting in the closet but you notice that this mic is a little sharper a little pointier and i'm I'm gonna add something to your inventory nice this 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 sharp microphone you feel like a power to it as you're holding it. Okay. I'm going to um, keep it and then look around to see if there's like any sort of trail. Y- yeah. Give me give me an either perception or a nature. I think nature's your better stat. Okay. Yeah, I'll do a nature. 15. You get a sense of kind of these woods with these falling star leaves uh, on the ground. And you start to like search around and you manage to see what looks kind of unnaturally cut out this this trail that seems like people have been using. It doesn't look like it's a trail that's been made, but more of a trail of just like naturally from people walking on and have created. Okay, I'm going to walk down that trail. You start walking down this trail. You see a lot. You see a lot of the same like these, these woods seem pretty thick and deep. Um, wherever you are, you are like in the woods. What are you thinking in this moment? Like, how are you feeling? (laughs) 
I'm I'm a little bit confused and overwhelmed, but I I really need to find something that like grounds me and understands like how I got in this woods. I I really don't know where I am. The more that I think about it, um, can I find a tall tree and climb to the top to kind of like maybe try to figure out if the woods ends? Yeah, yeah, no, totally. I think that I need to figure out where I am, then I need to find you, because you're probably here, but then also the the claw marks on the walls are kind of scary. But yeah, I, I want to climb, I'm going to climb a tree. Yeah, that's a athletics check to climb. Something I actually like doing, climbing trees. 13. Yeah, it's... It's a tall tree. It's tough work, but you manage to, after a couple minutes of steady climbing, not, I'm, well, I shouldn't say steady climbing because it wouldn't take a couple minutes to steady climb a tree, but like a couple minutes of unsteady climbing, you know, having to kind of swing up, um, you make it to the top of this tree. As, as high up as you can go, obviously, if you go to the tippy top of a tree, like it gets a bit unstable, at least for human. If you were a bird, that'd be a different story. Ah, if only. If only we were all birds. <laughs> um, but you, uh, give me, give me a perception check. You're looking, you're kind of looking through, like, leaves of trees. You, you can't, you can't climb to the very top of the canopy on this tree. Seven? God, your perception's terrible. <laughs> my, my RNG has been awful. <laughs> has been awful. I, I think it's the, as dumb as it sounds, I think it's the, um using the phone for it like i just yeah, have just way better you. it's like buy dice you fuck um yeah you're like i said you're kind of like having to look through these stars you see this this tree is full of five stars um what does that mean it means leave a five star review everybody uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're kind of scanning through i will say with a seven you can see like it does look like further on the tree line kind of thins. This does. This isn't like an endless magical forest. It does look like there is somewhere that you can get out of it. Um, but that's all you can kind of make out with a seven. So what are you going to do? I'm going to get down and then travel to the end, like try to get out of the forest. I, I think I'm going to start running to try and get to the end quicker. You start taking off your feet, hitting the ground, um, making a bit of a ruckus, and as you're running, you hear, Ah-woo! And jumping from out of the trees, you see what sounds like a wolf, but looks like a giant ear on four legs covered in stark white fur. But the top of this ear still has a mouth with vicious teeth, and this, this ear wolf snarls at you. Takes a leap at you. Go ahead and roll initiative, please. Alrighty. 15. Oh, shit. A 15. Okay, with a nat 20, unfortunately, the wolf is going to be first to act. Gets the jump on you. He's going to jump and uh, make a bite on you. Well, that's going to hit. This thing snarling seems angry beyond reason. This ear on legs, this hairy ear on legs, jumps at you, makes a bite at your shoulder, deals seven damage to you. Can you give me a strength saving throw as well? A strength saving throw? Yes. 11. 
Oh, 11's not going to do it. As it jumps on you, biting into you, knocks you over. You are now prone on the ground with this wolf, but it is your turn. Okay, I'm going to... Wait, how much damage did it do to me? Seven. Okay, so I'm at one. For those of you who can't do the math, that means he starts with eight HP. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to disengage and run as, as fast as I possibly can. Okay, so you have to use half your movement to get up Ooh. because you're on the ground. So you're only you're only going to be able to make it 20 feet. Um, he has a speed of 40, if anyone's curious. That's 40 feet per turn. So running is not an option. No, you can certainly run. It just takes movement to stand up. But then during his turn, he can get close enough to hit me again, right? Uh, yeah, perhaps. Okay. Then maybe I just need to stab this thing. You can do that for sure. I'm going to uh, take the microphone stabber. Of stabbing. <laughs> microphone of stabbing. And I'm going to try to, you know, like, get it kind of like up through the head. Like just one hit and then hope for the best. Uh, great. Roll attack. Seven. Seven to hit? Yeah. You get up from the ground. Dota swing at it. This ear just dodges out of the way. Then you hear more footsteps running out of the woods. You see a person come out, and then then you hear this loud, high-pitched sound emanate from their hands. Not from their voice, but from their hands like a um, and this giant ear wolf you see snarls turns shrivels up super angry and just dashes away um you are bleeding from your shoulder hurt um you see this person they're very tall and gangly they're wearing this sick leather jacket um have this like short pink curly hair and like these like the thickest glasses you've ever seen and they're like what what do you you shouldn't be out here in the woods all by yourself is it how you doing it's you're right. I've been better. W where am I? Well, you're you're in the woods, aren't you? No, I mean, what what country is this? What country is? <laughs> oh my! Did you get hit on the? You must get hit on the head. Then, uh, um, this is the land of cast. I I think I need to rest. Is there a town nearby? You see, this person kind of looks away. When you see, give me give me an insight check. 19. One, you pick up, yes, there's definitely a town. You can just pick up from their body language. But two, it seems like they are not a fan of this town for some reason. Just from, like, the way they kind of, like, looked away in Bash Brothers. Um, but they say, um, yeah, of course, of course, there's a, there's a, there's a, a cast pod uh, not too far away. Um, from, But, I mean, that place isn't that special anyway. I'm sure we could just, you know, take a little... Take a little sit here in the woods, a wee little sit. Is there a is there a safe place that I can rest? In in the in the woods is well, it, I mean, safe is well, it, I, you know, safe is just a frame of of my. No, there's not a safe place in the woods. It's full of airwolves. Can we get out? <sighs> all right. What? Listen, listen. All right. Hold. You, um, they come over and hold out their hand. The name's Ted B. My name is Tyler. Tyler. Tyler what? Tyler Velez. It's it's nice it's nice to meet you. Um, they're still it's holding nice out to meet their you hands. As well. <laughs> I shake their hand with the arm that isn't mauled. 
you feel like moist, sweaty, like clammy hands um, when you do that. Oh, actually, you know what I could do? They're going to cast Cure Wounds on you. As you're shaking their hands, It's you need to touch for the spell. They're going to use that to uh, cast it on you. Let me just... Um, they heal you up for five hit points. Alrighty. Magically, so you back feel... up to six? Magically, you feel the wound kind of stitching. Holy shit. Yeah, like, you just, like, feel magic course through you, um, and, that like, you feel better. Like, you feel almost perfect. What the fuck was that? Well, it's just a... That's just a bit of a... Bit of a cure wound spell, is, You know. A spell? What's a spell? You know, a bit of a magic, you do. I... I come from a place where there is no magic. What do you mean you come from a place? It's... Where it's, do you come it's from? It's a long story. I... It, I, I come from somewhere that's very different than here. Well, is, is it a nice place? You could say that. Do you, does everybody get along and there's never any mean people that just kick you out of a city or town or something? What are you doing here in the woods that are well, so dangerous? Well, it's just, you know, sometimes you get in the woods and, and, and then you, you, meet a, you, meet some, you meet some people and strangers and, and then you save them from the airwolves, so... So you just took a walk? I definitely don't live in the woods, you know? I'm not, I'm not like crazy. Where do you live? It's, it's not in the woods, okay? Stop it. Stop asking me so many questions. All right? I don't, I, I, I don't. Um, they like kind of peace back and forth. Listen, it's okay. I'm not trying to stress you out, but I'm, I'm not from here. I'm not sure how I got here. So I I need to figure some of these things out. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'll take you to Castapods. You, you, you might be able to find some a map or something, some sort of directions to home. Let's go. Thank you. Tebby uh, leads you through the woods. Not along the path. They seem to have kind of their own, like, weaving through the trees. Um, You can tell they, they know what's up. Uh, do you try to strike up? Like, do you try to strike up a conversation? Anything? Like, as you guys are uh, walking for a bit? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna ask Ted B where we are. Where are we, Ted B? What are we? In the woods. You see all the trees. Oh, that one has five stars. That's a good one. No, I mean, um, this is gonna sound crazy, but I think I'm from a different world than this. And I, I I'd like to know what this world is. You're from a, you're from a different world. Well, totally realize we've had, we've had travelers from different worlds before. That's not the name, but they usually are, they come here on purpose. No, just not come here by purpose. When you say come here, what is here? What is this world? Who rules it? Well, no one rules the whole world. We're in Cast's land, of course. So Cast rules the land, and um, we're heading. We're heading to Cast's Pod. It's a nice, nice little town, for the most part, unless you say the wrong things to the wrong people. <laughs> oh, oh, it's good times. Is it a kingdom? Is there a king? What? Of course. Yes, there's King Cast. What did I say? It's Cast Land. Is he a benevolent king? Oh, I don't know him myself. I have met, however, Lord Ira of Cast Pod. And, um, well... Like I said, don't say the wrong things to the wrong people. Is it dangerous? Well, I mean, it's no dangerous than any other world. You gotta watch out for the airwolves and the 
dragons and you know people stabbing you and casting spells on you and of course you got to watch out for the undead have you seen another human who calls himself max no i don't know any maxes love to meet one sounds like a very nice name honestly probably the most attractive name there is to have now that you mention it all i ever want to do now is meet max what do you ask well maybe you can help me find him i have a feeling that he's here so is there a way to leave by portal well, each portal goes to, you know, back to his home, so there's different ways to lead. We don't have any in, in Cast Pod. Well, at least since we've lost the mountain. Lost the mountain? We used to have a lovely little portal near Iffy Spot, but, uh, you know, the mountain's been, been taken over by some unseemly forces. So, we just leave it so alone. So they control says. it? They God, control yes, the portal back? Yes, I don't know how interested they are in the portal, but they don't like people coming up there, so... In a way, yes. How far is this place? You step onto a path that seems to have been purposely created instead of just kind of like people walking through like kind of more of a dirt road kind of path. Um, this is called the Critical Scroll right here, the Critical Scroll. Um, people walking along it get to cast a pod. It's quite a, quite a nice little path, I'd say. You walk on this path for another five minutes until you can make out the walls of this town. Um, you see beautiful white walls surrounding this space with a with a wooden, a large wooden gate closed off that you two are approaching. And through the gate, you can make out kind of the hustle and the bustle of this town. Um, you see people walking by. You even you even make out that some of these people aren't like traditionally human. That these are definitely some fantasy ass creatures uh, wandering around the town. Um, even even on top of the walls, you make out a couple of guards. You see like a couple that are like short and stout, big beards. You're like those are definitely dwarfs. Um, you see you see like an orcish looking guy. And as you approach, uh, Ted B's like, well, um, they put their hood up, covering their like stark pink hair and take off their glasses you see them like their eyes kind of like immediately cross a bit without their glasses all right so um i'm sure that it'll all be fine and and that no one will be mad that i am bringing a well we'll go in here you is there is there somewhere that you want to go particularly you want to you want to go to the inn perhaps or uh i i don't have any money on me do you have oh we could we could go to the do you have money from your world a a, a little bit we could go to the bank. We could do some foreign currency exchange, and actually, maybe we should get you some some uh, some armor or something, just in case more earwolves come. You could get some equipment. Let's do that. All right, all right. So you should do the talking at the gate. Just say you're a traveler. It should be fine. I'm just gonna keep my head down, and um, I'm totally allowed to be here. I'll just keep my head down for no reason. It's just everything's fine. All right, good. You happy? Do you live in this town? Yep. This is this is the town that I live in and I go in all the time and it's perfectly fine um because I live here and there aren't people in this town that do not like me and have uh, banished me out into the woods because I am fine is there something you're not telling me yes of course i mean no no you know i'm just ted b i'm ted b the nb the envy of many that's what they say um what happened here, Ted B, between you and the people here? Give me a persuasion check. Nine. They, they, they seem pretty closed off. Definitely don't really want to talk to you about it. Okay. 
I, I approach the gate. A guard calls down asking about your business here. I'm a traveler looking to stay at an inn for the night. Yeah, fuck it. No, they're not going to give you any trouble. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, are they going to like start raining arrows down there? Like, fuck you. No, um, actually, hold on. Um, just roll a perception check. They do not see Tedby. The uh, gate opens up. And you are, you find yourself in this lovely little town. In the center, this huge, huge, tall building. And as you, you look on, people are starting their days, walking around. You kind of make out there's a couple sections of the city that are sectioned off by walls. Tedby starts talking. Um, all right, well, so we're in um, the section of town called Midrow, um, kind of the center of everything where you enter in that right there uh points to the big tall building um that's the broadcast tower um no one's been in it in ages of course but uh um you know that's that's why we're standing there the inn is of course down more towards you know the heart the right in the center near the temple um that we could stay at it's a cheap inn but uh we gotta go to the bank of course and that's uh, uh in adventure zone that's a different section of the city but they've got a, they've got a, they're all right, banks. The fees aren't too bad as, as far as the currency exchange. And um, welcome. Welcome. Um, yeah, let, let, let's head to the bank and thank you, Teddy, for your hospitality. Around here, you can call me um, Teddy. That'll throw him off, you know. Throw who off? Uh, no, but listen. All right, I'm just being silly, of course. You could just shout out my name and, and it'd be fine. Are you sure about that? I mean, don't actually. You'll, you'll look silly if you start yelling. How you okay. feeling? How's how's the old arm doing? Better. Thanks to you. Uh, they lead you through this town. Is there anything you'd like to do as you're walking uh, to the bank in Adventure Zone? Um, I just want to like look around and figure out like kind of what things look like, what the people look like. Give me, um, I want to say vibe check, but that's not something you can roll. <laughs> so, uh, give me a perception check. 17. Ah, you got a good roll this time. Finally. People seem, like, you do see some people who are, like, looking more elven, some, like, short halfling and gnome-like people, some dwarves, like, very classic kind of fantasy-looking people. You also see a lot of humans walking around. Dress-wise, it looks pretty typical, maybe a little more 50s, like, Tedby's wearing their leather jacket, a lot of people in t-shirts and jeans type. The, the buildings look stone, and there's some, like, wooden construction places. So are we near the bank? Um, you pass through uh, uh, one of the interior walls, sectioning off the city. As soon as you step into Adventure Zone, you are accosted by a man who's like, Hey, how you doing? Uh, you want to try HelloFresh? Come on, you want to try HelloFresh? Why don't you try HelloFresh? Or what about NordVPN, ExpressVPN? What VPN do you want? You want a VPN? Like start shaking your shoulders. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Buy our stuff, 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 buy our stuff. No, thank you. <laughs> they the thank you is not stopping them okay i'm just gonna keep walking and ignore them kind of shove them off you are accosted by several more people like as you're walking just shouting classic uh, internet advertisements at you <laughs> um, 
I don't want to name any more companies. We don't need to give them any more publicity than they already give themselves. <laughs> but this uh, this adventure zone is living up to its name. You see, Ted B is like seems very used to it. Well, just ignore them. Just ignore them. Just ignore them. Just ignore them. You know, I really wish there was a button that you could press to just kind of skip over them. <laughs> uh, lead you through kind of this throng of just people selling you shit. Make it to this uh, nice looking bank. Uh, it, it's built with with marble, uh, white marble stone. It's not huge by any stretch of the imagination, but it's one of the bil bigger buildings that you've seen um, in this section of the city. You enter in, has that kind of like crisp bank smell. Am I making that up that banks have like a certain smell to them? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if I don't know if that's universal, but to me, I'm like, there's a bank smell. Banks are always like a little cold. I feel like I don't know if it's the money that gives them the, the bank smell. Um, I could be just sounding absolutely insane right now. I have no idea, but uh, if I'm not, it has the bank smell. Um, you see a couple of tellers. Sure. You see a human teller, this human woman there, and uh, you also see uh, what in D, D is called an aarakocra which is like an eagle but humanoid so like this big eagle guy like with wings and shit behind the counter all right so i'm actually gonna step outside you just go um exchange some of your money and then um you meet me um in a dark alleyway by next to the bank um where people are not is that a, that sounds like a plan great uh good okay bye um quickly heads out the door okay i approach the teller uh, which one? Uh, the human. You fucking racist. <laughs> uh, she's kind of twirling her hair, um, with her finger, chewing some headgum. Um, how you doing? What can I get for you? I need to exchange some currency. Okay, what kind of, um, what money you got? Dollars. How much you need? Yeah, I get my wallet out, and I take all my money out. Okay, I've seen, uh, yeah, I've seen those before. Have you? How recently? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe like last year. Okay. Uh, you want to exchange all of that? Yeah. How much can I get for it? Get you like uh, 70, 70 gold. Is that a lot? With 70. Okay, I'll take it. She takes the money, gives you a little, little, little money sack of gold. You have 70 gold. I'm going to take my money and leave the bank and then um, meet them in the alley. Meet Ted B. Yeah, they're they're standing, trying to look cool against the wall of the bank and look just so uncool. They're wearing a leather jacket and somehow are just looking absolutely <laughs> just not not cool. Well, how did guy? You got to I got some got your money there. Yeah, I got some gold. So you mentioned armor. Is no, we could we could get you some armor and equipment. Yeah, let's let's go do that. That's fine. Let's uh, we could just walk all around town, and it's no problem for me because that's what I do all the time. All right. So um, yes, yeah, so I'll just take you to the armory, and um, is there you want some armor? You want to you want to pick up anything else of of that you need? An armor and an inn. Armor and an inn should be all I need. I have a a weapon already, although it didn't do me much good against the wolf. You want a nice leather armor like I'm wearing here? Uh, sure. Yeah, that that works for me. Yeah, they take you to a nice little armor shop. There's padded armor for five gold, leather armor for ten gold, studded leather. 
for 25 gold and then a chain shirt for 100 gold. What's the one below the chain shirt? Studded leather. Yeah, I'll take that. Is there anything else that you would want to buy? I need to save some for the inn. A rest will do me good. Alright. Do you mind if I stay in your room for a bit? Yeah, sure. Anything. You saved my life. You save a life. They save your life. Maybe they're your ticket back and tell you the town that you're from. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Let's head to the inn. They take you to uh, an alright looking inn. It's kind of more, this is more of a wooden building. It's near the broadcast tower. This would be considered a like a nice part of town. You go in, it's a, guys, it's a classic D&D inn and tavern. Um, you've got the innkeeper working the bar. Um, the innkeeper is this little halfling and the bar is too high up for them. So they're standing on like a little stool making drinks. She's got like a cute little button nose. Um, and is just like working hard, like trying to pass drinks to each end of the bar, even though she's on a stool. So she's having a hard time, like moving between them. Sometimes she has to get off the stool, move the stool to the end, climb back up and like give someone their drink. It's a little early for people to be drinking, but this seems like a town who does not give a shit about the time of day. Um, so you see there's like several people, um, some that look like they're travelers like yourself, uh, hanging out, having a good time talking. All right. So yeah, what do you want to, what do you want to do? Um, I want to approach the innkeeper and ask for a room for the night. Howdy. How you doing? I'm, uh, I'm doing, I'm doing well. I, I need a room for the night. She's like, well done tootin'. Of course you need a room. You want a drink? Uh, I'd like to get settled first. Alrighty then. Uh, it's only five silver for one night and we're running a special nine silver for two. Yeah. Why don't, why don't I give you a gold piece? And I get two nights and refreshments. Alright. Sounds good to me. I can get you uh you want some you want some ale, honey? Um, I'd like to get settled first, thank you. Alright. I'll keep that in mind. I got I got a good eye for faces, you know. I never never seen someone before that I you know, you see them again and and then you know who they are. Have you seen another human here? That goes that goes by the name of Max. Well, I ain't never heard of no Max, but I'd really like to. Sounds very cool. Uh, someone you, someone you just, you know, you'd spend a few hours just listening to them talk, uh, right in your ears, you know. Yeah. Um. So where's my room now? She gives you a key. Um. It's it's right out there. Room room number three. I'm going to uh, go to the room and kind of get settled in a little bit. Uh, you go up, unlock the room. Uh, Tedby is trailing behind you. Um, there's a, like a dusty bed um, and a dresser. Um, you have a window facing out towards the broadcasting tower. Other than that, it's that's pretty much all there is in the room. I'm going to go down back to the tavern. Now that I've gotten like situated in my room, I'm I'm gonna kind of order an ale. She gives you like a huge fucking fantasy mug, um, one of those wooden mugs with the the metal rings around them to hold the hold the handle on. Um, is that what they're for? Maybe they're not. That's not what I it's don't for. Know. Uh, <laughs> but a big ass cup of beer. Okay, I'm also gonna grab like some food, like a sandwich. Mm -hmm. 
some some chippies on the side. Okay, now I want to look around the tavern and see who's here. Yeah, I won't even I won't make you roll for that because you're like hanging out a bit, so you can kind of get a sense of what's going on. Um, there's a man with like a big black bushy beard uh, talking to uh, an older woman. You also see a couple of orcs that you can kind of tell that they've. This is not the morning for them. This is them having stayed up the whole night, and it's still just like night time part two um, <laughs> for them. Um, there's also classic, classic fantasy guy in a like a hood smoking a pipe like in the corner the the tavern's well lit and very nice and it's daytime except for this one corner looks like dark and mysterious and like <laughs> edgy it's the it's the edgy corner i'm gonna talk to the first group of people that we saw uh the man and the woman yeah uh, sure you you approach them what do you say i'm gonna say hey um sorry to bother you but I just arrived in town today, and um, I was just wondering if you guys enjoy it here, if there's anything that I need to look out for. I'm I'm a traveler, so I'm kind of looking out for dangerous situations. I, I was actually attacked on my way here. The guy speaks up, uh, bro, are you, uh, hitting on my lady? Bro, what are you doing? Can't you see I'm on a date, bro? Okay. Sorry to bother you, but um, I'll just oh, ask someone else. I've been bothered. You want to fight? Let's fight. Why don't you focus on your woman? I'll go talk to someone else. Uh, don't tell me what to do. It was just a suggestion. I'll suggest your ass, bro. I'm going to pretend that that made sense and then go talk to these other fine people. I'm going to pretend your ass... Bro. So I walk over to the group of drunk orgs. Orcs. As you're walking over, Tedby's like, um, you know, people like to fight here. This is kind of known as the tavern that you fight people. Oh, okay. Well, it's kind of like, it's kind of like you, your base, you know, level one, kind of just a bit of a scrap to get the sense of, of how, uh, how combat, you know, uh, you know, works in the, in the world. I'm going to go to the dark corner guy instead of the orcs. Um, you go to the dark corner. They're sitting there <sighs> blowing out uh, smoke. My, oh, my. What have we here? My name is Tyler. Tyler. My name is Darkness. Well. Darkness Everblood. Darkness Everblood. The Vengeance King. Interesting. Uh, darkness ever, blood, the vengeance king, slayer of darkness, but the other kind of darkness, not me. So what brings you to this tavern? Uh, I'm just sitting here, you know, seeing what's happening in this town, seeing how I can, uh, you know, be a hero of darkness. You want to be a hero? I am the hero, but I am the knight. I am the darkness. I am darkness. Darkness ever blood. Have you seen a human who calls himself Max? A human calls himself Max? No. But you know what I have seen? Darkness. I've looked into the void. And the void looked back. And then, then I stabbed the void. 
And then I became king of the underworld. Did you? Yeah. What's it like down there? It's, uh, spooky and edgy and cool like me. Darkness. Well, Darkness, it was nice to meet you. Um, but I've got to go. Wait, you want a quest? I'll give you a quest. I'm sort of already looking for my friend. I think he's in danger. Oh, you're already on a quest. You've got your adventure. A quest. A noble one. Does it require assistance from an edgy man named Darkness? Do you think you could assist someone on a quest looking for someone who's missing? Yeah. As long as I get to do some killing. Thanks for the offer, but um, I need to sleep on it. You know what happens when you're asleep? Darkness. Darkness! <laughs> Thank you, friend. I walk away and start heading back to my room. Ted B comes with you. When you're in the closed door, they say, um, That was a, a major dead end, of course. There might be someone who's able to help you. Who's that? Um, well, they're a bit of a... They're less of a someone and more of a, um, something, you know? Uh, it's... Well, it's... Basically, I'm saying you might be able to get a help from the gods, of course. Oh. How do I do that? Well, you you have to go to the temple of Radio. Is that in this city? Of course, it's right in the center of town. The trouble is that Radio will not just to talk to anyone. You have to you have to be worthy. What does that mean? Worthiness is, is not it's not it's not quantifiable. You have to be you have to be worthy. Do you have to prove and then it? You, you'll know what worthy is. Or will they just? Tell. Well, in in, it's less of it's less of proving it, but in the deeds, perhaps that were to prove this, that would make one worthy. If you know, you know what I mean. I wish I could say I did. I'm 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 saying that if you were to, quote unquote, prove your worthiness, that by by doing by doing the thing that is the proof of worthiness, you would have become you would have become worthy because now you have done. A deed that has made you worthy. Do you see what I mean? So if you were already worthy, then you would not have to prove it because you would have already proven it through, through the. I'm not making sense, am I? I think I'll just head there tomorrow and find out. All right. Well, it's it's around noon. So is there anything that you're gonna do today? Oh shit! I'm quickly realizing how jet lagged that I am. I between the the portal and the, the wolf and the traveling here and the bank and the armor I'm I'm just exhausted I, I think I need a short rest and maybe let's go this afternoon so if you want to if you want to take a short rest you have I believe just one hit die that you can expand at level one um, but basically that means you roll that and you get the hit points but basically what hit dice are is they heal you up, but they're an expendable resource. As you get more, you might not use them all in one short rest because you might plan to take a, a short rest, um, another short rest later where you'll want to use some. Okay. Um, and those re they, those reset on long rests. You take a little little tiny nap trying to get over the jet lag on your dusty bed. Uh, Ted B just pulls up a chair. Um, and is just like whittling some wood. You hang out for an hour or two. Uh, I think technically short rests have to be an hour, but I don't. I don't think there's any rule that so you can't hang out for two hours if you want. Yeah. And then are you gonna head to the temple? Yeah. Okay. So after you take a after you take a little rest, 
You gather back up your stuff, put your studded leather armor on, which I, I actually forgot to mention is like a jacket, but with like a ton of buttons on it to keep it studded. So you got like, now you are also wearing a sick leather jacket. So you and Ted B head out to go to the temple of Ra Dio. You're walking, the sun's up high. It's a little warmer now. It's not hot out. It's kind of the same weather that it was when you were walking in Cambridge, kind of that fall weather, but it's it's reached kind of the highs of autumn, the high temperature of autumn, uh, where you're like warm. Like you could be in your leather jacket, you could be in a t-shirt, you'd be fine. And as you're walking, uh, you pass by the, the broadcast tower, you're heading towards the center of the town. Is there anything that you would want to talk to Ted B about? Anything you want to do, look around as you're heading up? So what's the deal with the broadcast tower? Oh, that's another that's another thing. No one's been in it in in a long time. It's it's locked unless you have unless you have um the the power of well it's another honestly it's another worthiness thing. It's a little different worthy. You need to be you need to be um worthy of having your voice heard across to have the door unlocked. But I don't know if you know anything about that. You you really have to be you have to have been in in um ears, you know more like around a hundred times or, or something it's uh it's uh it, it's it's tough to get it we haven't had anyone get into it in a long time is what i'm saying okay um but it's it, it's apparently a cool place that you could broadcast your voice to the whole town um there's some sort of system to amplify but uh, like i said it's been locked and as you're walking you see this um in the center of town this grand temple in the shape of a boombox, where it's kind of like uh, long and rectangular, and there's some like antenna sticking up at top. But then you hear, Ah-woo! Ah-woo! you hear growls as <laughs> these earwolves start teleporting in all around the town, um, one right in front of you. And that's where we're going to end today's session. Oh, shit. Okay, good thing I took a rest. Fuck. Okay. That's a lot and, for me to think about. And you level up. Nice. Which we'll deal with later. Yeah. But for those listening at home, uh, Tyler will be leveling up each episode. It's not based on um, you know experience points. We're just leveling up each episode. But that wraps up our topic for today. Are you ready to get into recommendations for next time? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. And speaking of next time, uh, we won't be continuing this right away. We're going to do Tyler's topic next, and then we'll get back into it. Uh, just give you a sense of, uh, so you don't think that we've forgotten uh, about this story. We're going to leave you on a cliffhanger for a while. Um, anyway, recommendations. Uh, I'll start. I'll give you mine. I know exactly what it is. Um, Tyler, you've brought it up before, but you're a big chess fan, right? You're a big chess player. Yeah. Yeah. I love chess. Have you ever played? Well, actually, let me, let me say this first. You know how people say, oh, that guy's playing 4D chess. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever played 5D chess with multiverse and time travel? No. All right, that's my recommendation for this week. There's a game called 5D Chess with Multiverse and Time Travel. And let me tell you, it absolutely broke my brain. 
And I want to see if like you being more more of an experienced chess player can like wrap your head around it. The name probably gives it away, but it's chess where like you can time travel back in time and you can have different timelines going on. It's absolutely insane. Um and I think uh, I think you'll get a kick out of it. I don't think it'll be your new game. I don't think it will replace chess, but I think it's something you have to experience. Okay. That's that, that's a good that's a good recommendation. Um, that's definitely a good recommendation. And my leg has fallen asleep. <laughs> like so bad. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be able to stand up. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. So my recommendation to you, have you seen any of the Ice Ages? I've seen the first one, I, I think. And I, I might have seen more. I don't remember. <laughs> I want you to write out and then in the beginning of next podcast to share your review of Ice Age as a whole. Okay. As a whole. I don't actually remember much about it, which is why it's crazy that it's like my new thing to talk <laughs> about Ice Age. Like, <laughs> um, I, might, I might still take that recommendation as watch at least the first Ice Age. Yeah, or, or at least like, like have like a memory jogging like thing where you like look up a summary or something like that. I mean, you don't have to watch the whole thing, but... I, I, I want you to... I am forcing your recommendation to be watch Ice Age. I'm just going to make that your You know what? I feel like you should anyway. Because because th there's things that I know that you want to do with Ice Age, and you have strong opinions about it. So my recommendation is to watch it and then give us a 30-second to one-minute review, not synopsis, review of your experience. I will do that. Eventually, I'm going to have to watch all five and soon to be six, I think. Oh, my god! Because I have such strong opinions about this film franchise that I've barely seen or remember. It's um, apparently the but GOAT. I think, uh, it's, the greatest, it's the greatest thing of all time. I don't have to see it. I just know. I just know. <laughs> But that's going to wrap it up for us. I hope you like this bit of a bit of an experimental episode of Two Guys Sitting in a Closet. Um, we hope to bring a few more episodes of Dungeons and Dragons to you. Um, how, how are you feeling, Tyler? Good. I have a lot to digest. I, it's like got a little there's a lot of mystery so far. And um, I guess it'll probably get more clarified next episode. I mean, there's a lot of things that are happening. So. I'm going to sit back and think on it and try to come up with like more of a cohesive plan than just like uh, wandering around asking people if they've seen you. Um, but I, <laughs> I generally think that you're here and I, I generally want to find you. Uh, cool. Cool. Um, I don't want to, I, you know, I can't really say much cause I yeah. don't want to give anything away. Um, but it's it's good to hear that you're thinking about it. That that makes me happy. That means I'm doing at least an okay job. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we've been two guys sitting in a closet, but now it's time to get out. Peace! Guys sitting in a closet, just two guys sitting in a closet. That's not in you under. We're just really sitting in a closet and we're doing whatever we want. No, but the, uh, the, the, the turtle is, the turtle is coming out of its shell. So it's time. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna hit a nice <laughs> break. We were so close hitting that nice break, but now I gotta edit this part out. <laughs>
So let me just say that because we don't do poop jokes here. We're we're <laughs> we're not. Listen, listen. We're not. We're not. We're not that good, but we're better than that. Um, we a hundred percent do though. I was editing episode seven where we debate poo poo oh, or pee pee. So, <laughs> oh shit, never mind. We're not better than that. All right, we'll be back <laughs> after the break. 